Legend has it, underneath the NJM insurance offices lies a room of rejected mascot memorabilia. Is it real? No one knows. But we do know NJM is proud to put policyholders first. No jingles or mascots, just great insurance. NJM. McDonald's presents Burger Reviews by Hamburglar. Today's review, the hotter, juicier, classic burgers. Mr. Hamburglar. Bravo, bravo. He said, of all the McDonald's burgers I've ever hamburgled, these are the hottest, juiciest, and tastiest. Brobble. Hurry in and enjoy one of our 350 bundles, like a daily double and small fries, for a limited time. Price and participation may vary, cannot be combined with any of the offer comparison of prior classic burgers. There's no place to escape to. This is the last time. On the left. <laughs> That's when the cannibalism started. What was that? It's been a long time. I hate Christmas. Mm. I hate Christmas. I love this. I hate Christmas with you. Every day I hate some Christmas. I would like Christmas music if it sounded like that. (laughs) I would love it. All right. I have been alone in a Regency Suites hotel in Atlanta, right? And so I sit. Oh my God. I, I go down every morning before the breakfast is served. Continental, Continental breakfast yeah. from seven to ten in the morning. I go down. I get my raisin bran and I get two hard boiled eggs every morning. <laughs> every day I'm going down there. It's fucking miserable. It's seven o'clock in the morning. I'm eating my raisin bran. They're just pumping the like. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We right, wish right. you a Merry Christmas. There's one old man that was sitting down there because the whole hotel is empty because no other human being would be staying in a Regency Suites hotel the week before fucking Christmas right, besides right. a bunch of people dressed as Satan all day. And yeah, so maybe John Candy's character in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, <laughs> the guy who's selling the shower curtain. But there's just an old man sitting at a table just playing with this cup. Just like passing this cup back and forth like it's a fucking cat toy. Like his child. <laughs> like the child he never had. It's just like, God damn. And I get up and then I go, I fucking drive to work and then get spray paint shot up my nose while someone's just being like, the whole world's falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you still got a lot of red paint on you right now from yeah, your yeah. Uh, pretty face character. It's all in my knuckles and shit. And, so it's, uh, and it also, I think it's coming out of my pores because uh, my, I wore a white shirt yesterday and my armpits were all red. So that's hell. <laughs> All right, welcome to the show, everyone. Obviously, it's Christmas time, and everyone's like, oh, a wonderful. Santa Claus is going to break into our house and steal all of our cookies and maybe leave us a load of crap. I absolutely hate Christmas. I am so with you, and I don't want to be a Bahamba guy. Hate and it. I, but I just don't like the holiday that much. Number one. Marcus, you love it. I can tell. Look at your smile. Look at his smile. He's got yeah. a twinkle in his eye. He's got a holly coming out of the top of his pants like a bunch <laughs> yeah. of shitty pubic hair. I love Christmas. It's a jolly holly time of year. I'm going to put mistletoe right above the toilet and really confuse all my guests when they go to the bathroom. <laughs> now have my kiss now. <laughs> oh, you, didn't miss, you missed the mistletoe. But I will say, so yes, Christmas is a celebration of our Dark Lord and Savior's fucking ultimate enemy, mm-hmm. right? The stinky desert wizard known as Jesus Christ. <laughs> right. Um, but I'd like to say <laughs> that I think that we, f- Satan has begun a long game of, of trying to get Christmas, and I think we got it now. Yeah. You think, the, think there was a war on Christmas and Satan's winning? Uh, there's, so been, there's been no war on Christmas. Oh, okay. There's been a slow 
absorption of Christmas right, by right, our right. satanic master. And uh, I mean, because who gives a shit about Jesus Christ? Nobody. It's no. just presents. It's what am I getting? Right. <laughs> right That's all right. Christmas yeah. is. It brings out the worst in everybody. Mm-hmm. It makes everyone a snarling fucking beast. Oh, that's right. I mean, Jesus Christ was like Russell Brand. He was born into royalty. They were giving him gifts as soon as he got out of the pussy. The guy didn't do anything to deserve him. Frankincense, myrrh, and whatever the hell. The, as soon the, as he showed up. Yeah, as soon as he showed up. His mom slept with some dirt guy out behind a stable, some horse ranger, and she comes back and she he, and Joseph's like, what are you pregnant, Mari? Mm. And she's just like, ah... Uh, God did it. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, Better cool, believe cool. it. Cool, cool. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so today we're covering Christmas monsters. The, yes. But the true story of Christmas, the untold story. And you're again, not- if you're a Christmas traditionalist, uh, this is going to shake some of your tradition. This is going to shake the the, the, the very the platform, the bedrock yeah. of everything you've loved about Christmas. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's the dark side of Santa Claus today. And I got this first part of the episode. I got all of this information from www.av1611.org. Mm. So oh, you, yeah. It's an organization. I would love to go to their headquarters. <laughs> what is that? Is that just like a random number generator turned into a URL? <laughs> I think so. Yep, this is from their pamphlet about Santa Claus. Oh, they so did, it's a, it's they a digital pamphlet? It's a digital pamphlet. They did publish it. They did publish it and wow. hand it out and sell it in various Christian bookstores. Gregory, we're just not getting the eyeballs on this that need to see it. Santa <laughs> Claus is a pervert. We got to stop him. You know what I'm doing? I'm making a .org website. Get it done. <laughs> so miraculous folklore and legends surround the mystery of St. Nicholas. Uh, and St. Nicholas has been around long before the quote-unquote Santa Claus character mm-hmm. that they, we worship today. One of the earliest popular legends of St. Nicholas is the rescue of three poverty stricken girls destined for prostitution. So he was like Liam Neeson from Taken? Is that right? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like he's a, uh, a pimp here as well. <laughs> See, these girls were poor, didn't have the dowry for marriage, so St. Nicholas saved them from a life of shame by providing the marriage dowries of gold, and they were then able to get properly married. Oh, so married. then they can, get, they can get legally sold. That's <laughs> Great. <laughs> to men. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's Very great. Nice. I, I thought it was him like, I've got a certain set of skills that allow me to handle men like you. And it's just Santa Claus with a fucking uh, silence. God, <laughs> great. Just going through. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Another man. Exterminate ma- with extreme prejudice. <laughs> 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 I like that Santa. <laughs> like that Santa. <laughs> That's my favorite Santa so far. Another amazing miracle in the early life of St. Nicholas is the three young boys who were sadistically murdered by a wicked innkeeper who was named Pierre Foutard, mm. whose name loosely translates to Father Whipper. Who also wow. works at the um, the Ramrod Club <laughs> downtown. I like, love going to the Ramrod <laughs> Club and you get all your kinks out. You know, stressful week, go right down to the Ramrod, they'll step all over your balls. I don't know how back. many times. I've been on a pack train all day. Mm. I have, you know, I'm, I'm working on my office job, but you know, sweat, and it's hard out there. You can well, I don't know if you should be sweating at your desk job. I'm just saying. You're like, the, you're like, maybe you have a health problem. It's a lot of pressure. Okay. I'm eating a lot of salt just to cope <laughs> sure. with what I'm dealing with. Right. And nothing I like better than a Friday night is going on a club Ramrod mm-hmm. and just get my balls hurt. Mm. Oh, God, just whip by Father Whipper, and he's like, I smack your balls with a fly Oh my god. Swap, 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 swap. Oh, I think I feel another fly on there. Better swap it again. 
So the boys who were murdered by Father Whipper, their bodies were chopped up and preserved in pickle barrels with a cannibalistic intent of feeding their flesh to unsuspecting house guests. But the amazing St. Nicholas resurrected the boys and their mutilated bodies, and Pierre has been sent as dark side in France ever since. He resurrected a bunch of pickled kids. Yeah, chopped up pickled kids. (laughs) Why are we alive? Yeah. That's the closest thing to a merman I've ever seen. I went to heaven, Santa, because I was good. Please send me back. Save them before the pickling. That's all I'm saying. So St. Nicholas, wonderful Christian figure. He was a bishop at one point. This is a man who would help poor children. He would help girls. He's a pedophile. He would help girls from getting being becoming prostitutes. He would help murdered children. But Santa Claus is, in fact... St. Nicholas's dark helper who over the years has transformed if transformed Ooh. into the jolly man that we know today. Let's go into the transformation. And that's why we should cool. begin a mass Every man who begins to say he's a representative of Santa Claus, whether mm-hmm. it be at a mall, whether it be at the bus station, and he's got a fucking fake beard on, he tells right. you he's Santa Claus. These men need to be dragged out on the street and beaten with tennis rackets. <laughs> yeah. But maybe they're just trying to get a job so no. they can support their liquor no. habit Nine. at the mall. No. The mall Santa. No. Okay. No. Beat messengers, with tennis messengers of... Black Pete. <laughs> Black Pete. <laughs> You'll see. Yes. In oh certain German children's games, the St. Nicholas figure itself is the dark helper, a devil who wants to punish children but is stopped from doing so by Christ. Also like Liam Neeson from Take <laughs> Yeah. But I just, they all want to be him. Liam yeah. Neeson is just going to play. He's got to play Jesus Christ as Santa Claus as his character from Taken in a film very soon. A Christmas story. They mentioned Black Pete, right? That's who Ralphie was trying to shoot with his BB gun. Oh, that was, uh, no, that was uh, Black Bart. Yeah, Black ah, Bart. Yeah, okay. Black Bart. Yeah, Black Pete was the janitor at his elementary school. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember him. White guy, right? <laughs> Although they didn't call him Black. That was a much more offensive name that they called the janitor. It was the 50s. Yeah. yeah. So, Janitor's offensive enough. So Black Pete, he is the grandfather of our uh, modern Santa Claus. Mm. He's known in Holland as Zwarte Pieter. And this 18th century version is, like his ancient shamanistic ancestor, horned, fur-clad, terrifying, and less than kind to children. And if you're bad, he'll take you away to Spain. I've been bad. Take me to Spain, Black Pete. (laughs) To Spain? Spain? That's what you mean? Tapas? I'll take a dump on every table I see if that means I get to go to Spain. Hanging out in the the cocktail bars of Sardinia? (laughs) Good God. You mean you're going to take me out of rural Iowa to go to Spain because I've been bad? I think I'll hit my mom again. <laughs> so although he's portrayed as the slave helper of St. Nicholas, the two are in many villages blended into one character and this figure often has the name Nicholas or Klaus, mm. but he still has the swarthy appearance of the dark helper. I just want to also keep saying the term swarthy yeah, and what? the dark helper <laughs> and Black Pete, there is some <laughs> racist overtones to this sure. character. Well, I don't know because this character was, I mean, this character has been around long before these people, even these uh, these European people, people Europeans, <laughs> these Europeans ever encountered a single black person. Politically correct, Henry Zabrowski. <laughs> Let's not use that character too much. 
<laughs> so Black Pete, like Santa, he has a coat of hair, a disheveled beard, a bag, and ashes on his face, which is why mm. he was mm. called Black Pete, for it was not St. Nicholas who originally came down the chimney. It was Black Peter who was called the Dark One because he was mm. normally covered in soot and ashes from the also, chimney trap. Because travels. he was his Santa, I mean, again, he's Santa's slave, right? right who's right. chained to the thing. He's mm-hmm. sent out, he's forced to give the presents to the children, mm-hmm. right? That's the idea. Santa ate himself out of the chimney duty because he didn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> yep. So on the eve of December 6th, the myth said that the bearded, white-haired old saint, quote-unquote saint, saint. Mm. clad in a wide mantle, rode through the skies on a white horse with his slave, the swarthy dark helper. Yeah, who was on, was on the slave sleigh, which was just sort of like a, you know, a swing that was attached to the bottom of the sleigh, just like yeah. swinging through the sky. Ah! I love riding with Santa Claus. It seems like it could be pretty erotic. Santa's got a shirt blowing in the wind. They're on the white horse. The black slave is slave is grabbing him from behind. Be Come like, up here to Black yeah. Pete, my swarthy young. <laughs> Come and sit on Santa's lap. That's hot. Santa, his lap is cold. Mm, yeah. Any instances of homosexuality there? Any any gay uh, instance? Do you think any gay set between Black Pete and Let's Santa? Let's just say all of the all of the. The pieces are there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you might as well ask, did Andrew Jackson have sex with his slaves? We all know he did. He did. Oh, I oh, wasn't okay. sure. I didn't yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I wasn't sure where we were going with that. No. <laughs> so this reluctant helper. Put this dress on. I got it for Sally Anderson in Ohio. But instead, I'm giving it to you, Black Pete. Oh, sweet Black Pete. You've got quite the danglies today. Reminds me of the bells on my reindeer. <laughs> so while Black Pete was forced to give gifts to good people, he much preferred to threaten them with his broom-like scourge. What is a scourge? A scourge is um, it's a it's, it's a, a it's a whip with little metal balls at the end, like a cat of nine tails. It's like a cat of nine tails. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, good. And at the sign of his master, he would gleefully drag sinners away to a place of eternal suffering. Ooh, exciting! Ooh. Yeah. So this was hell, Cleveland. Ah, yes. <laughs> Now, Instead of taking you to Spain. You go to Cleveland. Yeah. Mm. So now that we've talked about Santa's first, we're going to be getting a lot of dark helpers later on. But let's get to Santa himself and the occult origins of Santa and how Santa relates to Satan. First if only of all, this was true. <laughs> yeah. This would be so much better. What a better story for Who's for to Christmas. say it's not, Henry? I know. I know. So, that's a good point. So first, let's examine Santa's trademark, ho, ho, ho. Now, most people don't know exactly. Because it, it, it was definitely softened from the original whore, whore, whore. <laughs> whore, whore. Yeah, yeah. He was just walking around the mean street. Whore! Huh? Where's the whores? Yeah, that's just I'm in from out of town, and I'm looking for some straight-up whores. I want to wow. sleep with an old bearded man. Well, don't kill him. One day he's going to be Santa Claus. <laughs> So most people don't know. Where did the ho-ho-ho come from? Mm. Is this just a jolly exclamation? Is this just something that fat guys say upon entering rooms? (laughs) Yes and yes. (laughs) Hey, hey, how do you think we get into elevators? Yeah. (laughs) Ho-ho-ho-ho. Well, that's actually what they say. We'll leave. We'll just leave. You guys can have the elevator. Uh, We We need two of these elevators, huh? Mm, I agree. Oh, no. It is something that someone says upon entrance, but it is not fat men. It is the devil. For in pre-Shakespearean plays, uh, they had these two characters in most of these plays. There were morality plays. There would be the devil and vice. And the devil's ordinary exclamation upon entering the play would be, 
oh, ho, ho, what a fellow I am. Was and he like that, a Yoda type or <laughs> what happened to him? He And that was known as the Devil's Bluster. Oh. oh and of course, I'm start doing this more often. God, how bad was pre-Shakespearean plays? Rough. Yikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shakespeare yeah. itself kind of sucked. It was old plays were back in the day where to just distract you from the fact that you died at the age of 38, and if you were 13, you were pregnant. Right, right, right. <laughs> if you were lucky, yeah. So plenty of people have pointed out the fact that Santa is a very easy anagram for Satan. Mm-hmm. It's a, oh yeah, you know, it's a very easy anagram. It's funny. Ha ha ha. But it does have some meaning. Uh-oh. Well, because it's it's very true. Because what we're going to learn right now is that the idea of hidden words are very powerful in magical studies. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. This guy H.P. Blavatsky, who's a Blavatsky, Sa- Blavatsky, I can't Blavatsky, believe he- get in here. The sausages are late. <laughs> can't believe he for, uh, quit the family carpet business to research Santa and call him Satan. He's a Satanist and a New Age teacher. He wrote in a book <laughs> called The Secret Doctrine. He said the name isn't important. It's the letters. Hmm. I don't know what I got to do to get kids in the seats. You know, <laughs> I'm a new age Satanist teacher. I, I just don't, don't know how to get them. I don't know how to put butts in the seats. And when I was trying to do some of that Peter Frampton mouth guitar, but I got to tell you, the, the buzz is uncomfortable. Oh, terrible, <laughs> terrible. It just made me want string cheese. I do. Other new agers have also used anagrams for Satan, uh, such as Sanat Kumara, Ooh. in order to trick people into worshiping the devil and as for the clause in Santa Claus, clause is an anagram for Lucas, which is a modern new age name for Lucifer. Cool. Huh. Satan Lucas. It seems that another modern new age name seems to mean that they just made that up. Yeah, <laughs> they just said that. Right? Yep. Mm, but Gail, but Please, sir, listen to the words of, of Gail, Gail Ripplinger, Ripplinger. Yeah. of course, <laughs> in her book, New Age Vir- New Age Versions. Uh, here's what she says about the use of anagrams in the occult world. Henry, what do you think Gail sounds like? Oh, okay. <laughs> Lucifer's now, everybody, please. Please disregard the sound of my voice. I'll have to. And please listen to the important information I have to say. Lucifer's true identity as Satan is revealed as the anagram, a transposition of letters. That's what that means. Oh, and she's just got the nicest sure, closeted sure. gay southern husband. Absolutely. This is my husband, Dale. We are names rhyme. Well, that's why I love her so much. Don't forget to tell him about the blind sweetheart. Oh, yeah, you rhyme, Dale. To obscure the true nature of a name, you use blinds, as esoterics call them, including the scrambling letters of a name to hide the true meaning of a word. From the uninitiated. <laughs> I love it. I want some lemonade right now. I don't know why. No, and so that is actually very true, which yeah. is where the idea of secret school started back in the day, where it's like, you know, what they said where Jesus was a wizard of the Bethlehem or that that whole group mm. or the, the, the what's it, the... Uh, the, the, where is he born? He was born in Nazareth. Nazareth. The Nazarenes. Nazareth. Yeah. The Nazarenes were in the Bethlehems. That whole group were a bunch of secret schools. And the idea is that they used riddles and anagrams and stars to either talk about, teach people like folklore about the seasons or uh, when the reptilians are coming back. Yeah, they were just making <laughs> it up. They just didn't know what else to say. Here's another interesting thing. You know, we all call him Saint Nick, Old Nick, things sure. like that. Old Nick is uh, an old English term for Satan. Oh, they yeah. call him Nick. They call him Scratch. 
There was a lot they of call pepper pot. Scratch. They yeah. call him Dingly Dangle. Right. They call him. They call him Mike. Was Charles Manson naming all these people? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Scratch, get on over here. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you got. To, ah, ha, ha, ha. It's my buddy. His name is Snickety Snack. Oh, yeah, it's so it's nice to have Charles with us. Charles, what are your plans for Christmas? Well, I, the first thing I plan to do is dig a nice hole in the dirt. I'm going to take a dump in it. <laughs> well, that's oh. sort of a gift that keeps on giving them. I call it a foolish stocking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. I got spiders on my feet. Well, but you know what? I'm okay with the spiders. It's Christmas. You got to open your heart. <laughs> well, it's better than a stocking full of coal. A hole full of your dookie. <laughs> so scholars, they mostly, biblical scholars, they mm. concur that Christ was actually born in the fall on the fourth day of the Feast of Tabernacles. December 25th is actually the feast in honor of the birth of the son of the Babylonian queen of heaven, mm. later called Saturnalia by the heathen Romans. Saturnalia? And Saturnalia. She had a mole. Yeah, got Saturnalia. It, it, sound, it either sounds like it sounds like an erotic festival or an oil. Yeah, <laughs> something you put all over your bro- Brussels sprouts to make. But again, taste but okay. we knew all this. They they lumped all the yeah. holidays together so that right. people would still have days off from their fucking sheep herder job. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they could no, still you tell take people a, you don't take a day off sheep herding, buddy. Well, you know what? Know. It's we'll, a lifestyle. We'll actually talk later yeah. about what happens in Iceland if you take a day off from sheep herding. Ooh. It is terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> again, well, let's go into Christmas in Europe. Scary. Oh, everything in Europe is terrifying. <laughs> it is also worth noting that Santa is Spanish for holy. Sure. Santa is also from the Latin word sanctus, which means also saintly Marcus, or holy. you're taking us down a pipe here. What, what, how does this go? Our English word saint, sancti- sanctify comes from the Spanish word santa. Sounds like Satan's claim in the Bible of I will be like the most high plan is in action. In other words, Holy Claus, Claus a.k.a. AKA Holy Lucas, a.k.a. Holy Holy Lucifer. Lucifer. It's about worshiping Satan. Thank you. I feel better now. I'm going to go put up Christmas decorations now. And Claus also sounds like... Claws with That's a W. Stupid. Yeah, That's maybe stupid. Santa Claus means Satan's claws, no. like a lion's claws. That's not true. For let us read from the <laughs> Bible. We shall read right. from one Peter verse five, uh, chapter five, verse eight. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary is the devil, as a roaring lion walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, chimney, Chimney. the same is a thief and a robber. Well, that uh, seals it. Yeah, that that does it. So they just two thousand year old logic. Right. Does it again? Yeah, and I've got more for you, man. Please, I'm more. Not done. Yeah, I'm not done. Good. Most people were unaware that until the 19th century, Santa flew through the sky not in a sled drawn by reindeers, mm-hmm. but on a white horse. That's right. And it mm. wasn't until 1821 that the magical white. And I can tell you that horse was fucking terrified. Terrified. <laughs> terrified. It is no wings. Not supposed to be flying. And then on the eve of December 6th, mm. as I mentioned earlier, the myth said the bearded, white-haired old saint quote-unquote Clyde in a mantle rode through the skies on a white horse you know, there's another character who travels on a white horse. Who? Johnny Cash. <laughs> is that right? Johnny Cash? Is that who it is? The Antichrist. Antichrist. Oh. Let okay. us read from Revelation chapter 6, verse 2. And I saw, and behold, a white horse. And he that sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him. And he went forth conquering 
and to conquer. But little know that modern biblical scholars have now discovered that that was t- they were talking about Bruno Mars. <laughs> oh, I love Bruno Mars. So a bow, like a bow tie. Or like a bow, like a weapon, like a, like weapon. a weapon, or a stick. Like a so or Santa's a stick. just rolling around on a horse with a with a stick coming to your house, and uh, that's why you got to feed him. He'll kill you. <laughs> he'll, he'll kill your entire family. That's Believe terrifying. me, I've been traveling all the world. I also get hangry. Oh, all right, yeah. and if I don't get them fucking cookies when I'm expecting them, I'm going upstairs. I'm gonna start sucking your kids' dicks. <laughs> well, if I'm Santa Claus, that's not what you should do if you're hungry. That's there's other options out there. Well, we talked a little bit about Black Pete earlier. One mm-hmm. of Santa's dark helpers. Let's get to what is uh, possibly Santa's most infamous dark helper. Ooh. Krampus. Now, I will say, your pretty face going to hell, a little bit of a spoiler. We have done a Christmas episode that features a Krampus, right. and it is a lot of fun. That's awesome. We had a, like, we had a very good time. Krampus. 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 Krampus is a half-goat, half-demon beast who literally beats people into being nice and mm. not naughty. I think that's, like, you know, spare the rod. I agree. You spoil the child, and that's why all these kids are out there listening to their iTunes. Oh, and they love their, their hip-hop, and they're playing their oh, games. Or gem games. Yeah. Can't be farmer. Farmer, you tell me you want me to be a farmer on Facebook. You need to be a farmer in Idaho. That's what <laughs> I say. We're running out of farmers. We're running out of farmers. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're tagging me in posts about how there's your your cow is sick. I say feed the goddamn feed thing. Feed down the goddamn cow. Get a job and make money and get that grain. I'm very upset with the youth. <laughs> Very upset with what's happening, Farmville. I remember when I was a kid, farming. Farming. Was, there was there were farms around. Working yeah. so hard. Yeah, farming all the meat Burger from the King. Arby's refrigerator over to the over to the gel <laughs> slicer. Slicing it up, <laughs> getting all sweaty. Sometimes I would bleed in it. The Krampus you know? goes by many names. Hmm. My favorite is Gumpfnickel. Gumpfnickel. <laughs> Gumpfnickel. God, I would pay. A, I would pay a nickel for it. For a, for, for a gumpf nickel. <laughs> I feel like you go into what? a store in the 1930s, like, I'll have four gumpf nickels. And he's just saying he just tugs on your balls four times. <laughs> you give him 20 ding, cents. Ding. That ain't all, young man. <laughs> That's great. Well, I don't know how I'm cured, but I feel my polio going away now. <laughs> so Krampus, Krampus is usually seen as a classic devil with horns, cloven hooves, Ooh. a monstrous red tongue. But he can also be spotted as a sinister gentleman dressed in black or a hairy man beast. Hmm, There's a lot of things there. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a it's a wide berth as far as what Krampus is all about. He punishes the naughty children, swatting them with bundles of twigs, rootin' bundles, rootin' bundles, Mm -hmm. and he also uses rusty chains, which sometimes have bells attached, and he would swat the children before dragging them away in baskets to either a fiery place down Mm. below, into the black forests of Germany, or to the nearby body of water for a quick drowning. And in some legends, wow. he has a drowning tub that he also drags with him. Yeah. That and a clingy clangs in the night. That story back in the 1800s was followed by a blowout of the candle. <sighs> good night, Tom. Good night, Tom. Yeah. And it's <laughs> like, good night, little Tommy. Oh, good. Bill, I have to wake up in three hours so I could get back to milking. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Tommy. Yes. You get drugged by the crazy Santa Claus man. Krampus, fella. So here's the, the fiery pits. Here's the origins of Krampus. His name is derived from the German word Krampen. <laughs> Krampen. Krampen which means claw, and he's said to be the son of Hel in Norse mythology. Cool. And in Norse mythology, Hel is the ruler of Helheim, the realm of the dead. Which is when I imagine what it looks like is like the cover of a metal album. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like long bearded hair and like columns and she's, you know, there's some dude with his dick out and a huge like four fucking fretted guitar with the four fucking <laughs> tops yeah. to it. 
Dio's I don't know guitars. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, that works. Uh, uh, Hell is the youngest child of the evil god Loki and the giantist Ang Boda. And she's usually described as a horrible hag, half alive and half dead, with a gloomy and grim expression. You talking about my ex-girlfriend? Ah, I love that joke. <laughs> this is Krampus's mother, by the way. Her face and body are those of a living woman, but her thighs and legs are those of a corpse, mottled and moldering. Mm. The gods... Oh, that's pretty hot. She's got a... <laughs> How does she move? Mottled and moldering. <laughs> oh, yikes. <laughs> her boobs are hot, but her pussy's cold. <laughs> yeah, I'm all dead down there. I'm all, they're just describing every housewife in Nebraska. I'm all dead down there. I can't wait for my wife to tell me that. <laughs> Leave it alone. You might as well. Hey, you got, uh, there have been. You want to take a stab at my old pouch there. You're going to be having six with a corpse there to cap are going to take you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were Beautiful half dead. Woman. Mm, well, I still love her. I, 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 I'll get some more mashed potatoes for you. So the mm. gods abducted Hell and her brothers from Angerboda's Hall. They cast her into the underworld, into which she distributes those who are sent to her, the wicked, and those who die of sickness or old age. Her ha- hall is Helheim, and it's called Eljudner, mm. home now of the dead. Got, you've got good pronunciation guide, yeah. right? From from Ragnar. Oh no, this is that's all Icelandic stuff. This is just me talking out of my ass. Okay, cool. Eljudner. We are. I'm going to say again. We are doing our best to get better Dude, at the pronunciation. Seriously, we're trying. Get hard. off of our cocks. <laughs> all right, we know. We yeah. know. We are ignorant. Yes, we know. <laughs> I'm not a fucking college professor. You pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm you a podcast host. <laughs> you nail it. You've never mispronounced a word in your life, Marcus. You nail it. As far as I'm concerned. It's not about the sound of it. It's the meaning behind it. That's exactly. right. And so her maidservant is Ganglot, and mm-hmm. she has a manservant named Gingloti, and both of those can be translated into tardy. Now, does that mean, like, like <laughs> retardy? No, no, like, no. They no, are no, like, oh, bit, oh, bit, oh, what are we going to do? What's going on here? Why you got sticky legs? <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that? Why you got sticky legs there? <laughs> you got stinky legs? Yes, yes mama's got stinky legs. Oh, yes. well, I'm all dead down there. <laughs> Thank you, gang gladdy. Wow. I'm just glad you're alive enough to be our mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's really actually kind of sweet. It almost warmed my vagina. <laughs> so that's Krampus's mother. Now let's get back to those bundle of sticks that we talked about earlier. Yeah, let's. Oh, the- can we talk more about bundles of sticks? <laughs> I love this part of the podcast. <laughs> those may have a connection with the initiation rites of certain witch covens for rites which entailed binding and scourging as a form of mock death. And the cool. chains could have been introduced in a Christian attempt to bind the devil. But again, those could also be a remnant of pagan initiation. I'm just going to be really happy when every single bundle of sticks in America can get married. <laughs> yep. That's going to. Bundles of sticks deserve love, too. I agree with you. So, according to folklore, and this date shows up again and again, December 6th, Krampus shows up in towns. On uh, December 6th, is known as Krampusnacht. Krampusnacht. Ooh, that's not good. That means Krampus night. It's a yeah. cool fucking name for a holiday, though. If there's ever a yeah. holiday, Krampusnacht, it just, again, it just sounds like a. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Krampusnacht. Yeah. It's a Krampusnacht. Get your presents ready because it's Krampusnacht. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd bang my head a little bit to that. <laughs> I'll tell you that much right now. What? December 6th also happens to be Nickerstag. 
or St. Nicholas's Day uh, when oh. German children look outside their door to see if the shoe or boot they left outside the night before contains either presents, a reward for good behavior, or a rod, or a bundle of twigs now, or the bad thing behavior. Human this shit, this was all back in the day where it's like, and it wasn't like a fucking PlayStation 4. No. It was like a shovel so you can help with the rock farm with yeah. your family or it was like a pe- or like one of the wooden wooden horses that you yeah. just stared at well you know you're you know for a fact you're not getting new shoes because that's like an impossible thing to fit in there and in other versions Krampus is an incubus who accompanies Santa Claus hmm. on the night of Christmas that's much crazier yeah so what he goes in there he's just like he just sta- having I mean, sex with the dad and like and flirting with the kids I think it's the children yeah I think just going like <laughs> Do you right. think I'm sexy? Come on, children, let me know. I'm not sure if Rod Stewart was around yet. But. If you want my body, come oh. in out and touch me. Krampus moves through space and time, Ben. Oh, I see. I yeah. didn't realize the truth behind that last sentence. And so as far as people co-opting Krampus, young people in the mid-19th century used to dress as the devil and stand along with others dressed as St. Nicholas in the marketplace, waiting to be hired to come to homes and visit children to scare them. God damn it, Becky. It's so difficult having this child scare business. There's no good Krampuses <laughs> around. I haven't found a good Krampus in three years. These lazy hipster pieces <laughs> of shit. <laughs> I think she's being bad. Did you want to go into town and get to Krampus for us? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like something that's glazed. Mm, I would eat it. In Europe, he began to gain popularity outside of the remote, isolated Alpine areas where he originated, due in part to the popularity of Christmas cards portraying him in the late 19th and early 20th centuries. Krampus is often featured looming menacingly over children. He's also shown as having one human foot and one cloven hoof, and in some, Krampus has sexual overtones, for he is pictured pursuing buxom wind. Now, this is the Krampus that I view as being played by Rodney Dangerfield. Field. Right, you know what right, I mean? right. Woo! Woo! Got, like yeah. pink pants on. Yeah, polka dot shirts. Give me, give me some of them. I just can't get any respect. You're grabbing <laughs> boobies everywhere. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you go back and watch those Dangerfield movies, he didn't get a lot of respect because technically he's a felon, <laughs> uh, which is kind of interesting. But I, Hallmark doesn't make that card anymore, though. No. I want to see a good Krampus card come back from Hallmark. I'd love yeah, to see one. Just like one that says "Merry Christmas." You got the tits a Krampus would love. Oh yeah, <laughs> and what a gift they are for me. So Krampus's frightening presence was suppressed for many years. The Catholic Church, for example, forbade the raucous celebrations, and fascists from World War II Europe found Krampus despicable because it was considered a creation of the Social Democrats. Come on! <laughs> so the Nazis did take offense to one Krampus. thing. Yeah. Krampus. Out of all the things that they could have been like, maybe we should not genocide. Well, okay, listen, everybody. First, first point of the meeting is, if we're getting the Jew children's shoes, I want the good ones. The shitty ones we burn. <laughs> Right. Second one is we got to get rid of this Krampus piece of shit because it's making us look bad. <laughs> I agree. The Holocaust making us look great, you know? And in the 50s, after World War II, in Austria, home of Hitler, the government <laughs> distributed pamphlets that but were also sim- Arnold Schwarzenegger. But also think Arnold about Schwarzenegger. It. The government distributed pamph- pamphlets that were simply titled Krampus is an Evil Man. Mm. Sure. All right. 
But Maybe he's not real at all. I think the way you do it is <laughs> the government, the way you got to do opposite psychology. I mean, the government thinks that Krampus is a cool fucking dude. Yeah, and you right. have them co-op Santa Claus Krampus, put sunglasses on him and a skateboard and be mm-hmm. like, Krampus wants you to have a good Krampus knock and no one will like it anymore. Not exactly. one bit. So a more modern take on the tradition in Austria, Germany, Hungary, Slovenia, and the Czech Republic involves drunken men dressed as devils who take over the streets for a Krampuslauf, mm-hmm. which means a Krampus run, when people, particularly young women, are chased through the street by the devil. Ah, so oh, it's, a, it's a rape parade. Yeah, I was going to actually make a joke about rape night and stuff like that, but that's really what it is. Huh? You know what I'll say yeah. is that that's that, and people don't like SantaCon. Yeah, right. you know what I mean? They, no, no, they wonder is, why. Oh boy, this is a fucked up version of Santa Claus. I will say in Atlanta, there is a Krampus crawl that they do where people dress up as Krampus and stuff and they go yeah. from bar to bar in a big pub crawl and it's fucking great. I can Because imagine. it's not rapey. It's, I mean, it's a little rapey, but everybody's into How it. How is it rapey? <laughs> no, it's just women are like wearing no clothes. Oh, that's great. And like Krampus horns and the men, and like all of the guys who do the puppets for Pretty Face were dressed in these like nine foot tall... Krampus wow. uniforms. He's huge. Nice. It was awesome. That's amazing. So one American did go to one of these Krampuslauf uh, celebrations over in Germany, and this is what uh, they will say. They said about the mm. uh, the Krampus celebrations. Krampus will hit you. <laughs> Sounds there, fun. Oh, there are dozens of men dressed as Krampus. He will hit you, but he aims for the legs oh, and yeah. it only stings for a moment. And you get the rootin' bundles at like Michael's. They're yeah. not hard. They're not no, right. No, no, no. And while the majority of Krampusse, Krampusse, that's Krampusse. <laughs> that is the uh, plural of Krampus. The Krampusse. <laughs> mm-hmm. They seemed content to harass the crowd on foot, while some rode in large carts or vehicle, shooting flames or bellowing smoke. That's awesome. They were particularly yeah. brutal to anyone who taunted them or tried to retaliate. Yeah, I bet. Mm-hmm. A particularly large and frightening Krampus chased down an offending teenager, threw him to the ground, and sat on his chest, <laughs> and the boy looked terrified and near tears. That's yeah, of course. I, that's I hilarious. Yes. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize they were taking down the youth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pro-Krampus. Yeah. And the narrow streets in the old city section of Salzburg were packed with pedestrians as the Krampusse stomped through. Many people were caught unaware and reacted with terror. Some would flee and try to seek refuge in a shop or restaurant, only to be pursued by a determined Krampus. Just a huge fucking <laughs> drunk ass German dude, just going like, oh, "Where are you?" That is scary. That is terrifying. I might stay in house. I might stay inside that day. Oh yeah, yeah. or well, be or be a Krampus. You only got two options. Yeah, I just You're wonder. A victim or Krampus. How I wonder if your grandfather celebrated it at the at the camps <laughs> just to mm. make it extra scary. For well, them. I, don't, I don't know if they needed to make it any scarier. But <laughs> it took a while to, to get to it though. He found <laughs> ways. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Waited till the end. He waited till the end. He I did. did. I just yeah, did yeah. one. Yeah, you just did one. Yeah. Well, I don't know. we've sure mentioned we'll... Germany a number of times already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think yeah. about yeah. that. So, yeah. Well, let's go from Germany. Over to my, I would definitely say, my favorite Christmas, Icelandic Christmas. Now, again, it is very difficult to have a Merry Christmas (laughs) uh, as an Iceland. I don't know, because they seem like very, like, beautiful, fun-loving people. They are. Gorgeous women. This shit's rough. Yeah. Yeah, this is real rough. Dude, there's a dark underbelly to the Icelandic culture, huh? Oh, they yeah. get Christmas. They right. get that Christmas is a mournful, shitty holiday. Yeah. Right. They know yeah. that Christmas just, it's the worst. It, yeah. It's die. Hmm. And I went to a uh, friend, Ragnar, for uh, who is uh, from Reykjavik. I went to him for uh, correct pronunciations on these. We're going to oh. start off with Jolakutrin. That 
is the Yule Cat. I am the Yule Cat. Bring, ding, 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 ding. I love oh, the Yule so scary Cat. I am. Well, the, the oldest written sources on the Yule Cat are from the 19th century, and these refer to the fact that those who do not get a new item of clothing for Yule are destined to become sacrificial offerings for the Yule Cat and cool. eaten. So you got to get new clothes, otherwise you get eaten? Yes. Ooh, Ooh well, yeah. That's you you got to be regular Lady Gaga over there oh with your new clothes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Neat dress. This is from Ragnar. He said, if you don't get clean clothes and a bath for Christmas or are naughty, then the cat eats you. Still said to kids today, quote, we got to get you new clothes. We wouldn't want you to end up inside the Yulakutherin. Oh, that's great. In 2014, they still say this to children. It's I don't know amazing. About the, the bath thing, though, aren't they bathing on a daily basis? I don't what, know. Once a year? I, it's hard because the problem is that you got to drag the big tin fucking bucket out into the town square where oh, there's the yeah. one pump, and then you got to go and take that over to the cool yeah. area and mm. get it good and bubbling. Right. And you got to wait for it to stop being literally boiling right. before you can get inside before the mayor comes and washes you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Town soup. Yeah. Yeah. So this tradition uh, is based on the fact that every effort was made to finish all of the work with the autumn wool before Yule, and the reward for those who took part in the work was a new piece of clothing, while those who were lazy received nothing. So the Yule cat hmm. was used to inspire the peasants into working harder so the, for their sheep masters. The Yule cat's like, fashion please. <laughs> That's yesterday's shirt. That's, That's yesterday's, yesterday's look. <laughs> I'm going to eat you now. And now we get to, I love these this guys. This is fantastic. I would also put this as like, if you, uh, as a listener last podcast, I want to start calling our listeners Yule Lads. Oh, these are yeah. the Yule Lads. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep, the Yule Lads, uh, known in their native tongue as Yola Swainer. Oh. Yep. They are uh, offering, uh, they often accompany the Yule Cat. Uh, Ragnar described them as, quote, petty thieves and criminals led by a useless wreck of a father and a horrible ogress for a mother. <laughs> yeah, so basically, it's like newsies. Yeah. It's just yeah. like a bunch of, like, whip-snapping, fucking snapping, flipping a coin, like, weird petty criminals that are around a giant cat that hates your old clothes. <laughs> Seems just like that sitcom Roseanne. It's kind of fun. <laughs> That's not too bad. So the uh, Yoleswainer, they're Icelandic trolls who put rewards or punishment into shoes placed by children in windowsills during the last 13 nights before Christmas Eve. Wow. And every night, one Yuletide lad visits each child, leaving gifts or rotten potatoes, depending <laughs> on the child's behavior. Well, to me, a rotten potato is a gift. Fooled you, you fucking idiot. idiot. I, I love rotten like potatoes. I, like yeah, I love them, yeah. Uh, so let's go. We have a list of all 13 Yule lads. Cool. And in fact, when I asked Ragnar, I was like, hey, could I get some pr pronunciation on uh, on the Yule lads, on the Yule Swainer? He's like, yeah, we're right in the middle of the 13 days. So oh, in exciting. Iceland, they still do the 13 days. Absolutely. It's basically you yeah. are you are you believe that the cast from Cheers is harassing you at any given time. Right. I feel like we it needs to be like that movie The Gods Must Be Crazy when the person drops the coke bottle into the African tribe. We need to give them a TV. <laughs> we need to go to Iceland and just like plug in a flat screen and everyone would just come to it and watch and they would learn a lot.
So let's just go. Well, I'm going to say the names of uh, the English, uh, the English uh, translations of the names. Uh, the first one, his name is Sheep Coat Clawed. Cool. He harasses sheep, but is impaired by his stiff peg legs. <laughs> you come here, sheep. sheep are just like, I don't speak. What are you bothering me for? Oh, there's that peg leg bandit out there. Mm-hmm. I don't know, annoying our sheep? I don't know. Do you care? No. Nope. Meredith, do you care that he's doing that? I don't care. <laughs> then there's Giliagaur, who uh, his name translates to Gully Gawk. Ooh. He hides in gullies. Now, what is the literal definition of a gully? Yeah, because I'm very confused about the whole gully. A gully? What's a, gu- a gully? A gully is like a small stream. Is it like hmm. a ravine? Yeah, it's like a it's a small stream in sort of a ravine, yeah, oh, okay. but in a shallow ravine. Hmm. He hides in gullies, waiting for an opportunity to sneak into the cow shed and steal milk. So he's going to go suck on the cow teat. Yep. So there's a farmer who just like opened up his doors one day and was just like, ah, there's someone on the teat. Margaret, someone's on the teat. <laughs> Meredith, I can't handle. I, I got to say, maybe some kind of special school burn down or something. But I've got, there's been five midgets who've come in here and have been, they've been harassing the sheep and they've been sucking on my cow's tits uh, for at least two days. How, what? What? Oh, Christmas is in a week. Ah, uh, yeah. Yule lads. Gilly Auger is here. Uh, next up is Stufer. Uh, his name translates to Stubby. Now, Stubby, mm. this is the most sounds like a Disney character. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's abnormally short, and he steals pans to eat the crust left on them. He steals pans? pans. That is a homeless man. Oh, yeah, that, is. that is a poor guy. Oh, just, you know, just give him, just give him, give him the pan with something in it. Yeah. Help him out. Yeah. I just like the crust. All right, then. <laughs> then there's uh, Verju Slicker. His name translates to Spoon Licker. Which sounds like a Soundgarden-like song. Spoon Licker! <laughs> it just sounds like they didn't have dishwashers. You know, <laughs> so they just like, well, you li- you eat the crust, you lick the spoons. Anyone on fork duty? Yep. He steals wooden spoons to lick and is extremely thin due to malnutrition. Oh. Because all he does is lick spoons. Yeah, I mean, that's not good. Then there's Potiskeffel. Uh, his name translates to Pot Scraper. He steals leftovers from pots. Yeah. Uh. This is just a poorly run kitchen. Yeah, this, this is, is just, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is them leaving their shit out, and they're letting the homeless people in. Not good. Then there's Askelaker. He's the bowl licker. Asselaker? Askelaker. 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 He hides under beds waiting for someone to put down their asker. <laughs> which is a type of bowl with a lid used instead of dishes, which he then steals. I've got your bowl. I, that's all. That's the only voice I have for them. It's just that uh, I've got your bowl. I've got your milk. It's about right. I lick your spoon. What, what will you do? Nothing. I bet. See you soon. <laughs> yeah, you know. Then there's Hurtiscaler, the door slammer. He slams doors, especially during the night. Also known as a cool. Ben Kissel. Yeah, why not? That's what? just called hammered. As a matter of fact, I've done all of these things multiple <laughs> times last night alone. Then there's the Skier Gamer. He is called the Skier Gobbler. He is a Yule lad with an affinity for Skier, which Skier, yogurt. Yeah. Ah. Decades so like, old recipe again? for yogurt, which is served with milk and sugar. Let him have it. Mm, that's good, yeah. You no, know, I don't want it. No. You know, Ooh, this this is the, at least this guy's getting a reasonable breakfast, a reasonable lunch. Everyone it's else? got a lot of pro- proteins. So you got yeah. acidophilus in it, right? And then it makes it, it makes you uh, makes your cycle better and yeah. makes your stool probiotics. Probiotics. Think about that. Oh, this is a rough one. This is the uh, Bugnikerker. 
Uh, his name is the Sausage Swiper. He, <laughs> hi- yeah. he hides in rafters and snatches sausages while they're being smoked. It just Ooh, sounds like a guy. I kill him. <laughs> Don't touch my sausage. It also sounds like a thing. <laughs> Hopping on a blowjob. Like right, before, <laughs> right before you're about to get a blowjob, the Sausage Swiper comes and goes like, I'm going to come. Gerda, I thought it was you. I swear to God. I'm leaving you, Barry. That's not right. Then there's Gleager Gleager. His name is Window Peeper. He's a voyeur who would look through windows in search of things to steal. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I mean, it also probably jerk off at you and go uh, to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. A bunch. Yeah. Then there's Gator Peeper. He's the doorway sniffer. Hmm. He has an abnormally large nose and an acute sense of smell, which he uses to locate Lauthabarovu. What is that? I think it's a kind of bread. Sure. I think it's kind of, I think it's a kind of bread. Like, you know how uh, Native Americans have fry bread? Sure. No. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Native I, Americans have fry bread, which mm. is one of the staples of their diet. Is that like a donut? It's kind of, it, I think it's kind of like it's a like donut. It's like a zeppoli? It's like fried bread. Mm. Are they are they Italian? They call mm. it fry bread. Mm. Come, have some of our fry Put bread. Put some shit. Fried bread? <laughs> it is, Whatever you want, Magunka. I just got to be at work by three. Well, it is comparable to the Icelanders' laufabrau. Hmm. I didn't yeah. know they had fried bread. I got to say, Iron Wind. You're fucking boring. <laughs> Would you like to know more about the culinary No, I don't! No, no, no. Icelandic people. No, no, no. For they are no. interesting. No, sir, I need <laughs> to catch the bus. It's amazing how boring you can make something exciting, you know? <laughs> then there's Keith Rooker. His name is Meat Hook. Cool, he, that's my favorite one. He uses a hook to steal meat. Yeah. I got it, yeah. <laughs> it's like fishing, but with... Uh, your own hook. And other then, meat. And it's dead already. It's just like fishing. Yeah. Sort of, yeah. Then there's, finally, there's Curtis Sneaker. Hmm. His name is Candle Stealer. He follows children in order to steal their candles, which, in the olden days, were made of tallow and thus edible. I mean, that still must have been fucking gross. Yeah, it's yeah. made of fat. It's just fat. It's, ah. Yeah, that's ooh, what tallow is, yeah. That's good. Mm. I'd be the kid licking on the candle. <laughs> I'd love it. <laughs> candle liquor, candle liquor, Ben's a candle liquor. Have you tried it, you nerds? No, yeah, no, yeah, let me try you know what? Surprisingly, that's really good. It's very good. <laughs> very good. So let's get to the Yule Lad's parents. And now we're back to uh, pronunciation from Ragnar. These I know I'm actually pronouncing right. Okay. There is a Grilla and Lepaluthe. Huh. Yeah. Grilla okay. and Lepaluthe. It doesn't look like that. No, it doesn't. Which is why I'm almost positive that I pronounced all like, the names before completely There's like seven wrong. vowels in Lepaluthe. Yeah. yeah. They Lep- do it different. Lepaluthe. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Without a doubt, the most hideous ogres that ever existed in Iceland are the Yule Lad's parents, particularly Grilla. She has three heads, three eyes in each head, horribly long curved fingernails, icy blue eyes at the back of the head, horns like a goat, and her ears dangle down to her shoulders and are attached to the nose in front. She has a beard on her chin Mm. that is like knotted yarn on a weave with tangles hanging from it, while her teeth are like burnt rocks in a grate. Honestly, I would, uh, I'd swipe right. I think she's hot. You just, li- you just, like, that's I think at this point reference. because you're doing yeah. the Tinder thing where you just swipe and write on everybody. I'm, yeah, I've never used it, but uh, you know, I pretend like it's on my phone. Oh, oh, sad. oh that is yeah. sad. Yes. That really is sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because um, but you'd still have sex with that. 
With that three-headed, uh, nine-eyed uh, yeah. woman. Yes, goat woman. Goat woman with the beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's all about if she's funny or not. And, <laughs> and I, I guarantee you she's got a great sense of humor. Oh, she has to. Yeah. And in a verse from the Sturlunga saga, Grilla is described as a monster with 15 tails, and a similar description may be found in a poem from the 16th century. However, that version takes the description further by claiming that each tail contains 100 sacks, and each of those sacks contain 20 children. There's a lot of math oh, in this. Man. I can't handle all the all the math. It's just 2,000 like, children. Two th- it oh, that, like is, some, that is easy math. Yeah, yeah that's like, 20 times 100. That's ah, 2,000. Yeah. Resident Evil. It reminded me of a Resident Evil villain. Yeah. Like, you're always going to be popping the sacks on that goddamn video game. That's disgusting. So the kids are just hanging out like the Matrix in these little sacks on the screen. in their heads off. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. According yes. to some sources, Grilla has been married three times. Mm. Her first <laughs> husband was named Guster, but that marriage did not last since Grilla reportedly ate him. Long-term relationships <laughs> are hard. Well, she you ate know, him. It's, yeah. it's, it's hard. really hard. It's tough. It's hard to keep it to, go, to, to have that spark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She subsequently took a husband by the name of Boli, with whom she had a number of children. Yeah, oh. Boli was just rocking that yeah, cram pussy back oh. and forth. Mm-hmm. Just wham, 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 wham. Mm. Oh, yeah. Because she had nine cram pussies. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's the one thing we don't talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And her bush hair was made out of snakes. <laughs> oh, I love good snakes, though. <laughs> Meanwhile, Grilla's present hu- husband, Lepaluthi, is familiar to most people, and he is generally nearby when Grilla appears. The pair of them are said to have produced 20 children, of which 13 are the popular Yule lads. I cannot... Ah. I, the seven unpopular Yule, Yule lads. God, that's sad. Uh, that's they, sad. Uh, oh, no, like you're not spoons. part of the Yule Swainer? Fuck off. <laughs> that's sad for those seven kids. You know, they're also, probably just gay and trying to be in show business. So did they date... <laughs> Grilla, <laughs> yeah, you got a quarter. Go on dates. I got a feeling her gifts. I got a feeling she took him. Oh, I thought they go to like a Chili's, and she's like, "I'm Meredith, and um, if you're looking for the spatches, <laughs> <laughs> gotta treat her right. Take her to Chili's." Well, they're both trolls. So she may be fairly So desirable. their favorite restaurant is definitely Chili's. Absolutely. Definitely. Or Applebee's. Oh, oh leave Chili's. Applebee's alone. I love Chili's. I hate Chili's so much. There's not a restaurant in the world that I hate I more than Chili's. My baby back, baby back, baby back ribs. Well, I almost forgot about it. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? There was a brief second in time yep. which I thought maybe I will never hear that ever again. Baby back ribs. Maybe. <laughs> Loved it. So even though Grilla is still actively used to frighten children, some sources maintain that she's dead. This information pops up in various popular Christmas songs, and unsurprisingly, not many people mourn Gorilla's demise. Oh, that's rude. But some of the songs contain provisions that she would come back to life if the number of naughty children increases. Well, if these kids go on some of these 4chan message boards, (laughs) I think you're going to see Gorilla going to be coming back because of how many hacks are going on. There's some naughtiness happening. Some naughtiness going down. And go to 4chan while you still can, people. It's going to be shut down soon. Oh, yeah, man. You think so? Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. B's not going to be around much longer. Ah, that's sad. I know. Maybe X will still live somewhere, but B, the quality of X has severely dropped. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 4chan sucks. So let's go back to All Germany. Right. Let's go back to Germany for a man named Hans Trop. I love this guy. Hans Trop is amazing. He's vain, cunning, heartless, and cruel. And it's said that Trop worshipped Satan and used black magic and occult rituals to obtain his wealth cool. and hold on to his power when he was still human. I, He's a Mitt Romney. I, I want to <laughs> hang out with this guy. This is a guy I want to like yeah. go to Vegas with. Oh, so he's yeah. a rich dude with no soul or no social, uh, no uh, moral compass. Yes, yeah. this is perfect. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna be perfect. 
president. He's like a Saudi king. (laughs) So when the Catholic Church became aware of these misdeeds, for this was back in olden times when the Catholic Church still had the power to bring people to court, Hans Trapp was arrested and brought before the Pope in Rome. And those priests are just being like, okay, Mr. Trapp, we just got... (laughs) Can you put the handcuffs on yourself? Because I'm not really, you know... I have sex with boys. I can't (laughs) just be wrestling a full-grown man. Mm -hmm. So for his satanic deeds, Trapp was excommunicated from the church for the crime of sacrilege and was subsequently stripped of his land and money and was exiled into the nearby mountains of Bavaria where he built himself a makeshift shack made from sticks. Ooh, it's like the Unabomber. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. More fun. Yeah. Because yeah. you know he had, like, cologne on. Mm, mm. Yeah, Unabomber did not wear cologne. And Maybe rabbit listen. shit that he would grind up in a little, uh, whatever, oh, muddler. Yeah. Gotta go to town. Better mm. be smelling dapper. <laughs> <laughs> so his anger and resentment was intensified, and he became even more deeply devoted to Satanism. He roamed the countryside and disguised, disguised himself as a scarecrow by stuffing his ragged clothes with straw. Fuck yeah. And then I just kind of s- stand there like this. And uh, that's all I do. I yep. gotta tell you so. one thing about the outfit. It certainly scares the crap out of birds. Yeah, <laughs> no, I haven't scared anybody yet, but um, nonetheless. Well, one day he did scare a child. He spotted a young shepherd boy Ooh, making his way through the woods. And there do I go? Hmm. All I have is this stick of chocolate. <laughs> hey, kid, I'm a talking scarecrow. Oh, cool. Yeah. Do you have any sausages? <laughs> Yes, I have some sausages. Ooh. Just come closer. I will check them. I will come. To- oh, no. Why did they put the hook on the back of my leather horse? I am so easy to lift. I am so easy to steal. The boy was only 10, but Hans Trapp was dis- determined to kill and eat him. As he stared at the young boy, he began to drool at the mouth, <laughs> imagining biting into his delicious and tender flesh. I haven't had lunch yet, so I am also hungry. I know. I'm a little bit hungry, too. And before the boy knew what was happening, Hans Trapp pounced, attacking him viciously and running him through with a sharpened stick. Then he dragged the dying child back to his shack, where he cut the boy into small pieces and roasted them over an open fire. Mm. And when his monstrous meal was ready, Hans Trapp licked his lips mm. and prepared mm. to mm. taste mm. human flesh for the first time. So good. Oh, However, this is and, then he, good. and then he flipped a switch and the sign said open outside and he said this is the first chilies ever and he put up a <laughs> sign and people came in and they had great appetizers for four ninety nine. Oof, Hans, I love your mixture of the Texan culture mm. and the Mexican culture. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a child you're eating. No! <laughs> However, before a morsel could enter his mouth, a bolt of lightning came from the sky and struck him dead. And as the story goes, God would not allow the abomination to continue and decided to end the crimes of Hans Trapp once and for all. Okay, I like fuck. to see this. This is the thing, too. It's that, all right, one kid almost gets eaten by a guy and God right. decided to stop him. God made AIDS. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but also, also waited until the boy was murdered and cut into pieces and cooked before stopping. That's the same thing going back to the pickled guy. This guy waits until he's all chopped up and pickled these kids before dead. it brings them back. Yeah, but St. Nicholas is actually better than God. Where was because God? Because St. Nicholas yeah. resurrected the children while God just shoved a lightning bolt in Hans Trapp's ass also, they were and straight up on. They were straight up fucking real priests that knew what was going on here. They knew that he got to keep an eye on Hans Trapp. Yeah. And what were they doing? They're two buddies getting their fucking nickels fucking fondled by a bunch of castrados. Yeah. Flicking little beans. Well, I'm sure they noticed when their nine o'clock blowjob appointment didn't show up that day when the 10-year-old boy was kidnapped and murdered. Where's Sven? Where's my favorite sucker Sven? (laughs) Yeah. 
And since that time, Hans Trapp has remained a terrifying legend. For every Christmas, he goes from house to house, clad in his scarecrow disguise, scaring the life out of small children and drooling greedily over their tender flesh. Mm. Wow. I love that story. I miss being a kid. Yeah, because yeah, you know, you'd be scared by this kind of stuff. Well, yeah. I used to be scared, but then I would be, I would be like, no, oh, they want it. <laughs> they all, they all, I know all you guys want it, but now no one treats me like that anymore. And finally, <laughs> Frau Perchta will rip out your internal organs and replace them with garbage. Also known as Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that, just that's it. it. That's, that's just it. Her. That's all Frau so Perchta that's all our, yeah. that's all our Christmas monsters wow, man. this week. Dare I say, Macy's, Walmart. All this capitalism, they ruined the tradition of Christmas. That was such a more fun uh, experience for the kids. It really was. Oh, and yeah. now everyone's just like, I'm going to be naughty, and I'm still going to get my PS4. I'm still going to get my flat screen. I'm Fuck still going to get my apps. Yeah, yeah now there used to be fucking, yeah, there were steaks yeah. in Christmas. Yeah, I'm not letting my In kids- Iceland, that's why Iceland's cool, because there's yeah. still steaks. Mm-hmm. Because they still tell people, in all seriousness... If you don't get new clothes and take a bath, if you're not good, the Yolk Hat's going to come eat you. But exactly. I think really the responsibility is going to sit on your laptop while you're trying to write your screenplay. <laughs> right. And what are you going to do? Exactly. Right. The responsibility there is on the parents, though. If you're a parent, it's got to be kind of stressful because, you know, you got to get your kids some new clothes. Otherwise, or, they're going to be gone. Because also, never mind the costume budget of being a parent in those days because how many times you got to dress up as Krampus, dress up as Hans Trump? No. As right. we talked about earlier, there were dudes that hung out in the village, Krampus for hire. You know, these guys. That's what a bunch of perverts. Hell of a life, though. <laughs> um, hell of a life. So do we want to go out on on the one Christmas sweet moment I will allow us allow us to do? Let's do it. Um, now, there's a beloved character that I just want to do uh, because I feel like he's got a good connection to the, to this fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he just wants everyone to have a very Merry Christmas. The man is full of uh, of buttery goodness, and uh, he has nothing but sweetness in his heart. All right, everyone, now it's time for Last Podcast on the Left presents Detective Popcorn singing, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Mm, I hope everybody's got a little piece of me all wrapped around your tree. So delectable. Difficult to resist. Mm, have yourself a merry Little Christmas. I hope you do make the Yuletide gay. <laughs> From now on, our troubles, they'll be miles away because you'll be too busy crunching all my sweet insides. Just mm, make sure you get some water because the kernels are sticking. Your throat is hard to eat popcorn if you want to do it fast. Mm. Let the Yuletide be gay. Mm. Santa once invited me up to the North Pole. You know? I guess Santa was having so much of this mm, bourbon soap eggnog. And he was sitting there, his eyes all sunken back in his head, heaving himself. And he kept saying, come closer, Detective Popcorn. I was like, why, Santa, why? He's like, I want to fiddle with you. Mm. Faithful friends who are dear to us <laughs> shall be dear to us once more. Mm. And the Mrs. Claus came in the room and she's like, what are you doing, Santa? You're not supposed to be drinking. You're supposed to be delivering presents. Mm-hmm. And Santa was like, you get out of here before I end your life. Oh. You fat woman who I'm not the woman I married. Oh. And I was like, Santa... 
why don't you just chow down on some of my delicious kernels here and get yourself right? <laughs> and he did. Yourself. <laughs> a merry little Christmas. Merry Christmas, last podcast on the left. Mm. Hope you don't get any butter stains on your Christmas jeans. Wow, Detective Popcorn, everybody. <laughs> a rare appearance. What a beautiful performance that was. A beautiful performance. And I think I s- everyone's yeah, everyone's going to take that in their hearts, mm-hmm. and they're going to take it with them through the rest of the holiday season. I think season. so, too. I started off today's episode not in this Christmas spirit. My heart was hard, and now my heart is slightly less hard. Yes. Because mm-hmm. of that. Beautiful. I'm almost, I almost got the spirit. Almost. I'm, yep. I'm in it, man. Right back to death. Right back. Yep. <laughs> That's great. Um, all right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. And fuck Christmas. Yep. And don't forget the to go if you're a UK listener or fuck if you're in Europe or anywhere. Uh, the UK tour is coming up in March. Go to gigsandtours.com to buy your tickets. Buy your tickets as early as possible. Just mm-hmm. fucking go in and just buy them. Buy them right now. Yeah, because we've been selling them. Yeah, it's we've been, been selling a lot of tickets. So go in and get your tickets as early as possible because I'm guessing they're probably going to sell out. So go in and fucking get them. Uh, yeah. And you can also get a Last Podcast on the Left t-shirt at Last Podcast on the Left or uh, at cavecomedyradio.com slash last podcast on the left. And the one nice thing about Christmas, obviously, it just means the year is about to end. I just want to thank everyone for such an amazing year. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, this Cape has been Comedy great. Radio and Last Podcast and all the shows, but especially Last Podcast have grown so much and uh, we just really appreciate everyone just being so awesome. We have the best fans. It's so nice that people listen to the show. Oh, yeah. uh, we keep listening. Listen to the other shows on Cape Comedy Radio. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. Yep. Thank you, guys. Hail Satan. Yeah. Oh yeah, hail Satan, everybody! Hail, hail me if you would in your mm-hmm. private time. We'll give you. A, he'll talk to you soon, and uh, yeah. Oh wait, I do want to give a uh, a small shout out to oh. Justin, who had a who got a free scoop of ice cream in San Francisco from a fellow Last Podcast on the Left listener who was wearing a Last Podcast on the Left T-shirt. Wear wow. the shirt; you'll be surprised who who you meet. Yeah. Because people have the shirt. And I guarantee you, whoever you meet, they're going to be working in the food business. <laughs> so we're talking hot dogs, hamburgers, ice cream scoops, falafel, gyros, yeah. or gyros, if you yeah. want to call and, them that. And, and post which you lad you are. Ooh, yeah. 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 Post which you lad you are. Just I'm guessing we're going to get a lot of spoon lickers. <laughs> I want to be the sausage one. But everyone's like, he's the window peeper. And I'm like, all right, fine, I'll be a window peeper. Yep. And go to iTunes. If you want to give us a Christmas present. Go to iTunes and rate and review us. And all the shows, man. That, that helps out shows. so much. If we can get everything that we do up there on that list, it, uh, it's just really badass. So, happy holidays, you fuckers. That's right. And to all of our Jewish listeners, happy... Don't do not do anything. Have a good time. Have a great time. Yeah, Pressure's yeah, yeah. off. It's great for you. How yeah. Gein if you're Jewish. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, anyone can. <laughs> yeah. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com. Legend has it, underneath the NJM insurance offices lies a room of rejected mascot memorabilia. Is it real? No one knows. But we do know NJM is proud to put policyholders first. No jingles or mascots, just great insurance. NJM.